Good morning. For the past two weeks, we have kept a focus on new things. The fact is that we are a people with a great fascination with the new. Firstly, that we have seen a wide range of developments in a number of areas for which we celebrate newness. Let us hear God's word as it comes to us from John's Gospel, chapter 3, verses 1 to 8. Now there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a member of the Jewish ruling council. He came to Jesus at night and said, Rabbi, we know you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one could perform the miraculous signs that you are doing if God were not with him. In reply, Jesus declared, I tell you the truth. No one can see the kingdom of God unless he is born again. How can a man be born when he is old? Nicodemus asked. Surely he cannot enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born. Jesus answered, I tell you the truth. No one can enter the kingdom of God unless he is born of water and the spirit. Flesh gives birth to flesh and the spirit gives birth to spirit. You should not be surprised at my saying, you must be born again. The wind blows where it pleases. You hear its sound, but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it is going. So it is with everyone born of the Spirit. Essentially, we have been considering the two propositions. One, the reality of change and the unchanged realities. So, while many things have changed and are changing, some things remain the same. That is our thesis. Our decisions and discussions have pointed to the great change maker, the Lord Jesus Christ. The newness which he has brought is fundamental far-reaching, and produces and provides great hope for all of mankind for all times. If we could assign a topic to the discussion between Jesus and a religious leader, Nicodemus, it would be something like this. Jesus says man can have a new beginning and that there is hope for everyone. If you are like most persons, you want to hear some good news. News that is meaningful, realistic, far-reaching, beneficial for all and for a long-lasting period. This is the kind of news which Jesus shared with a man who came to talk to him one away, as we say, in the night. This is one of the 19 times that Jesus is seen talking to one person. He was sharing the good news. Essentially, Jesus said, people could trade in their old lives for new lives. That the transaction would be so transforming. It is a lifelong experience. It was like being born again. No wonder the man Nicodemus did not understand. Hear him say to Jesus, how can a man be born when he's old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Verse 4. 
Jesus told him that the new birth was a requirement for entry and life in the kingdom of God. This was new, revolutionary. Firstly, this was inclusively new. Many persons, men, women, children, rich and poor, religious and non-religious, could, for the first time, benefit from the transaction. They could be as diverse as two of Jesus' disciples, a man called Simon a Zealot, an anti-establishment person, a revolutionary, and Matthew, a civil servant who worked for the Roman government. Secondly, it was exclusively new. Jesus himself was the only one who could provide the solutions for the various situations and circumstances which were all around in the lives of fishermen, tax collectors, lepers, crippled persons, the demon-possessed, the diseased, and even the dead. Things, though impossible, or so it was thought, were done by Jesus. His new message was that in him alone there was help and hope for everyone. This conversation in St. John chapter 3 led up to Jesus declaring in verse 16 that this was the demonstration of God's love for the whole world of humanity, that God gave up his only begotten Son so that everyone who believed on him should never perish, but instead have everlasting life. This everlasting life is the result of rebirth, born again, born anew. As first birth begins our old life, so rebirth begins the new life. With new life comes the new nature. This changes fixed habits of life, new aims, affections, attachments, and ambitions, new principles, preferences, and practices. Some of us know those realities, like the pastor that I know who used to be a prisoner in time past. What a change! Our first birth, no matter how noble, Scripture says is corrupt, shaped in iniquity, Psalm 51 verse 1. Corruption seems to be the most free-flowing element in our society today. If you doubt this, ask the Integrity Commission. Did you hear the figures published this week? When you have these levels of corruption, it is very difficult to trust even those in high places. For there to be genuine, truthful, trustworthy persons, Jesus said, we must be born again. He said the new birth was from a new location, born from above. It is not of human descent, human desire, or human design, but from God. New birth is from God. One, it pulls people upwards, heavenwards. Persons have heavenly convictions and heavenly communion. Some persons are constantly fighting over the spoils of this earth. 
God's word says they are earthly, sensual, and devilish. They always seem to be destroying or planning to destroy. As has been said, people have become so earthly-minded, they are no earthly good. So, one, Jesus declared, This divine imperative, truly, truly, I say to you, you must be born again. It is absolutely necessary to be a part of God's kingdom and benefits. But along with Christ's declaration is our human deficiency and defects. The scripture says, We with the old life lack understanding and appreciation for spiritual realities. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. We are depraved and destitute of intrinsic good. How else do we evaluate the so-called pride movement? For example, where persons parade things that God's word says are shameful. And that is not the only depraved movement around. Hear God's word again. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Isaiah chapter 17, verse 8. Thirdly, the design of God's kingdom is key here. God's sovereignty is the ruling policy. Peace, joy, and righteousness. Provision, protection, and power. So, True happiness is impossible without true holiness. Jesus said that God would take care of his children, that those who are truly born again, born anew, born through the receiving of his Holy Spirit and kept by him, our government seeks to punish those who break our laws. But God says he will abundantly pardon those who come to him through Christ. Will you take that opportunity today? Be born again. That's the only thing that truly makes life worth living. New life through faith in Jesus Christ. Life everlasting. Amen.